Psst. Hey folks, it's me, Andy, and Jane is here too. Hi, 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 hi. We've got Andy, some great news about merch. We've found a load of old and retired uh, items and they're ready. They're back in the store, uh, ready for you to get your purchase on. We have Can- Corazon's Cannon Smoke Dice. Yeah. There's those great dice. We got maps, we got shirts, we got all kinds of classic vintage Oxventure and outside Xbox and outside extra goodies restocked in the store. That's at store.outsidexbox.com. You should go check those out for the elusive goodies that maybe you missed the first time around. You won't believe these bargains, folks. Head on over to store.outsidexbox.com for all the stuff you thought you'd missed forever. It's back and waiting for you. Hey all, I'm Dr. Alok Kanoja, but the internet knows me as Dr. K. I spent seven years studying to become a monk and then became a psychiatrist. I want to tell you a little bit about my podcast, Healthy Gamer GG where we combine my clinical experience of practicing psychiatry and sprinkle in years of experience as a meditation teacher and sort of focus on spirituality. So on the podcast, we're going to approach very common everyday problems from each of these lenses. And what we really do well is blend science and spirituality to create the most accessible solutions for people for their everyday problems. So check us out at Healthy Gamer GG on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple. I want to begin this podcast yep. by just workshopping a few extra spare taglines for Oxventure D&D. Just in podcast. case a critical hit to your brain. Yeah, in case it's already taken. Gets in case we Yeah, it injures itself. Yeah. yeah. Has to okay. be put on the bench. So give me one then. Go. Uh, the Ox- Oxventure podcast. It doesn't dungeon and drag on. It doesn't okay, d- good. Drag dungeon and That's drag on. That's an editorial on. promise. Yeah. Um... The Oxventure of a Lifetime. Right? Good. I know we've got rights to the word Oxventure because Good. it's a nonsense made up word that we made up. Yeah, that's the beauty of it. Um, <laughs> the Oxventure podcast. It's, yeah. it's got all it's got all the all the dice is in it. What about uh, that? No. Okay. Pass. Things pass are about to get that. dicey. Good. Yeah, like, yes. like what that, that man in that video game I played yeah. for a while. Um, what was it called? Oh my god! Like so many hours of it. It was called <laughs> Redemption, Re- Deliverance, Revenge, Revengeance. No, it was called oh Red- Returnal, Retro. No. How would I? What do I even Google? Uh, ha- ha- was- I'm googling hat RPG because everyone had hats. His name was Kurt, and he said Kurt- things are going to get dicey. Kurt RPG, hat RPG. Greedful. Greedful. Of course it was. There was an RPG called Greedful. Speaking of ridiculous nonsense made up words that they made up. Welcome to the Oxventure podcast. That's another nonsense made up word. Uh, I am Andy Farrant. I play Corazon de Baena, the human pirate rogue. All right. I'm Jane. I play Prudence. She's a tiefling warlock. So an exciting week for the Oxventure (sighs) this week because we're returning. I I forgot Greedful. Yeah, you loved greed. You loved greedful. I loved greedful. Kurt was your greedful what boyfriend. Happened? You know, it's like when you find your childhood teddy bear and you haven't thought about it for literally ten years mm-hmm. or so, and then you're like, oh, "I love this teddy bear so much. How did I leave it in a cobweb box under the yeah. bed in the attic? I don't know why there's a bed in the attic, but in this scenario, it just makes you sad because you see something that you cherished and you realize you have forgotten about it and abandoned it, and that's greedful. That's greedful for you. That's greedful for me. 
I yeah. thought it was good, and then I stopped playing it, and I never finished it. Anyway, what were you saying about Oxventure D&D? Anyway, This is yes. an Oxventure D&D podcast where we listen to classic recordings of the Oxventure D&D project. Mm-hmm. This week, yep. we're listening to Corn Ultimatum Part 2, the second and final act of that Corn nonsense episode. But before all of that happens... Um, Here's, here's some more stuff about Oxventure Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, so we're coming back on Sunday with the first episode of our new episodic arc, new the season, Orb Apocalypse new campaign, Saga. New yeah. episodes every single week. It's going to be premiering on uh, Sunday, uh, which is going to be at 5 p.m. UK time. So whatever time zone you're in, do the time, <laughs> the time math to figure out <laughs> when that'll be on. But yeah, it'll be premiering. We'll be in the chat. Um, actually, I might not be in the chat because I've got a shift of the vaccine center on sunday, unacceptable sunday afternoon. unacceptable how right. dare you i have to sneak off and people can figure out how to get can't vaccines. you watch it on your phone and like vaccinate people with the other hand i'm not vaccinating people i'm just waving them in the right direction so i can do that while watching the accenture on my phone i'll be like stand there or something look for the people with the needles they're the ones anyway, you need to find the apocalypse saga starts this sunday at five o'clock like handy says and yes we would be delighted if you would join us please for do. a new campaign with a new look and a new harder more serious world that we will do our best to steamroll whatever johnny says yeah i mean yeah johnny We're can make it slots. It's gonna johnny be fun. johnny's doing his best to make it hard for us but i think that you know we've got such a such a great team dynamic, such a great way of thinking our way around problems. I think we'll still be all right. I don't know about you. Talk- are you talking about? Are you confusing us with a different D and D group? No, we're we're full of great ideas. We're full. Well, there of- was a video that went up this Wednesday, a few days ago now, and it was our leveling up. It was mm. episode zero of the Apocalypse Saga, in which we picked up our new level eight bits and pieces in readiness for the new campaign. And in it, Johnny also introduced the idea of a more rigorous, more exacting, if not specifically harder world. And I think he did say something to the to the tune of, I'm not trying to become one of those DMs who's like, you versus me, I will kill you, beware the smiling dungeon master. You know, that yeah, sort of yeah, adversarial yeah. DM style, which I think Johnny really strives to avoid. So although we are getting a little bit more serious, it's more like, our ridiculous baby training wheels are coming off rather yeah. than Johnny is trying to murder us all. And we've had those training wheels for a very long time. But and I, I like them. Yeah. I like them. Training wheels, I don't understand why anyone would take training wheels off. It gets, you know, makes you more stable. If you've got training wheels, you can stop cycling and then you're just sitting on a nice seat. Yeah. On like it a little, yeah. Makes you a lot more stable. Steady. You can't just yeah. fall off. You can mm. probably go faster. More wheels equals more speed. What's wrong with training wheels? Training. I, th- I argue that everyone should keep training wheels on forever. But um, yeah. so we got some new stuff. Jane, you got a new spell, right? I got a new spell. I got Banish. Yeah, if you want to watch this, by the way, go to youtube.com slash outside Xbox and you can hear about all our new spells and numbers and mm. bits and pieces and spell slots. I don't get any new spell slots, but I don't care about spell slots. I yeah. barely care about spell slots. But Jane can I- now banish people to another dimension. I can banish them for a minute. If that's not the dimension they were originally from, then they pop back. So that's fun. Uh, Some people were asking when you're going to choose your spell that you got from the orb as well, because that's something you got at the end of the last episode. I guess you'll have to watch your Apocalypse Saga episode one, Sphere We Go, coming soon to a YouTube near you. Because that's In fact, the premiere is ready and waiting. So in fact, if you go to our... I'll put the link in the description of this podcast. If you would like to go and, I don't know, set a reminder or check out the the premiere page. The premiere Mm -hmm. page is live right now. You can go and have a look at it. 
In fact, you, you'll see a little bit, a little bit of our new map on yeah. it because the map is it's out there in various forms. Little hints. Little as glimpses. the background of yeah. our of our new style videos. So that map kind of exists now. I'm proud of it. It should be. It's very good. I was talking to our merch person, who is mm -hmm. wonderful, about maybe doing something with the map. Like yeah. a cool print. I would like that. Um so that would be nice. And it was it was lovely when Johnny said, Oh, it's cool having a map because it, you know, as a DM, it's kinda useful. Yeah. You know? It's a it's a good resource. He can like plan yeah. stuff based off that now. We have an official written down set in stone geography for Geth. Yeah. I might get great. really into map making. Does yeah. anyone need it? are there any unmapped places? Uh bottom of the ocean. Oh map that. okay. So or get on, get get over to Mars. Get on one of Elon's um, space Teslas. And do you think Mr. Muskman needs a cartographer? They need people to map the surface of Mars for sure. Get over there. I can draw. I can draw craters. Yeah, I can draw. <laughs> They're just circles. circles. Yeah, it's easy. <laughs> easy. All right, Let's sign take me a up. Compass. Sign um, me up. Sign me up for that 500 day round trip, and I'll do a map when I'm there. Yeah. yeah. All right. Sounds good. I didn't get to level up much because rogues don't. At level eight, I did add some um, some hit points. Not enough hit points, according to the comments. I didn't realise I was what? supposed. To... Yeah, because my constitution modifier went up. I was supposed to get an additional seven hit points, so I'm now on sixty nine. Nice. I can't believe I didn't make it into the video. I know. Oh, oh what a waste. Yeah. Oh well. An absolute waste. It was a gift. Absolute waste. <laughs> this is a gift. What else this week? I've finished Resident Evil Village and you finished Resident Evil Village and we've had literally no time to talk about Resident Evil Village. Mm. And I think this is probably not the place. Oh, no, there uh, will be a video. We already talked about it, but we will get around to a full on discussion and talk about it. Although Andy did make a very funny video about the funniest moments in mm. Resident Evil Village, making the case that it is the secret comedy game of 2021. It is secretly the most hilarious game I've played in ages. It is audacious and hilarious mm. in its in its way. In its weirdness. Yeah. But yeah, check that out. Um, there are a few spoilers, so if you haven't finished the game, do watch out for that. But honestly... Ooh, lots of spoilers, yeah. Yeah, honestly. Mm. Just... Uh, so good. Can't um, say that. That itself is a spoiler. All right, well, I'll you bleep it. You have to bleep it. that. Yeah, bleep I'll bleep it. it. It's fine. Have you played the Mercenaries mode yet? No. Why would I do that? Because Mercenaries mode is cool. It's is like it? it's like Resident Evil meets Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Hmm. Sort of. All right, you've got 60 seconds to sell me on Mercenaries mode. I've unlocked it now, right? Have I? Because I finished. Uh, well, I finished you have it. to unlock it. It's like 10 completion points in the bonus content menu. Okay, so you have fine. to buy it with points. It's all combat based and you just have to run around the levels and shoot a bunch of zombies. But uh, you get like a kind of multiplier um, as you go and that's like timed. You have a, a little meter that runs down. So the way to get really high scores on the mercenaries is to link together like a huge combo chain where you just run around the level and kill everything in one sort of flowing combo. I do remember this from Revelations because it was in Revelations, wasn't it? It's in Revelations. It was in Resident Evil 4 was the one I played it in the most. I played it loads in Resident Evil 4. Can I play as wide Chris Redfield? New wide Chris Redfield. No, you can only play as Ethan, what? actually. You can't play as different what? characters in it, which is... What? That's the main thing about Mercenaries mode. Yeah. Actually, now that you mention it, that is a glaring omission. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? I really had assumed that Mercenaries mode would be like an all-star cast of Resident Evil veterans. Yeah. Now that you mention it. What the hell? Why can't I play as Wide Chris? Why can't, yeah, you can't My play as... My new favourite Chris variant. Wide Chris. There should be like... Why can't I play as Lady D? Baby Rosemary. Lady D. Storm yeah. in the place in mercenaries mode. And then you've got like a claw attack. All right. Okay. They have 
badly missed the mark. Back with to Mercer the drawing Reese board. Mode. I take it back. Mercery's mode is a failure. Let me state my case clearly. I thought Resident Evil Village was very enjoyable, but the enjoyability tapered off for me towards yeah. the end. Well, we will get it. We'll do a proper discussion video about this where we talk about all, right, all of our I'll all of our thoughts. But um, yeah, I think maybe give Mercenaries mode a go. But now that you've I mentioned guess. it, you can't play as other characters. It, so it's first person. It's, it's yeah, it's still first, first person. Still first still. person. It's just okay. like the. It just dumps you in the village and it's like kill thirty-two zombies in like a I big, long, flowing zombie. Zom- but combo. I might just. Why not just go back and play Resident Evil Village again? I hear the new game plus is really good. So yeah, maybe I should is. do that instead. Kind of is. You get you restart the game with all your weapons and ammo that you finished the game with. Sure. So yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you go into that that first bit where all the lichens come out, just armed to the absolute teeth. Mm. And it's, it's yeah, it changes the tone of it. Spin on that whole story. Yeah. What's quite funny is that because in the village there are a few locks on doors that you have to shoot off that you can't mm. when you first go through because you don't have a gun. And I was like, oh, this will be interesting. I I can probably shoot those locks off and like get through to other parts of the village. Do they have be- early. better harder locks. They're covered in unbreakable boards. So what? The, the padlocks are cut. <laughs> Someone's nailed up these unbreakable oh, boards over the padlocks. Resident Evil. Which is they're always oh. one step ahead. Always one step ahead with their boards. Yeah. Yeah, since you finished the game, they came back in and nailed up a bunch of boards. Yeah, just like, some contractors came through Andy. with yeah. A, yeah, some boards and then some nails. Just hammer those into okay. place. I think we should probably go and listen to the Corn Ultimatum Part 2. Yes. And then come back and talk about what we thought about it. Well, I listened to it again recently, so I'll be playing Greedfall for the next hour. But then, <laughs> All right, talk. But then, uh, I said yeah. hi. Okay, I will do. Um, no, in fact, don't don't mention that. It'll be embarrassing because I haven't seen him for such a okay, long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll see if you he, on the if, he men- if he mentions you, I'll bring if, it up. Yeah, you're not yeah. going to lie, but okay, yeah. okay. Otherwise, yeah, don't yeah, yeah. mention me. All okay, right, no worries. Bye. Some very large fingers close around your torso ah. and you get picked up <laughs> by a tree <laughs> oh no that oh. suddenly leans down into your face and goes what are you doing i was bringing you a spade as a gift so that you can plant flowers around yourself <laughs> and i have a favor to ask can you throw me into the bandit camp <laughs> not yet one not yet. thing at a time <laughs> firstly Flowers would die beneath my canopy. Ah, oh, okay. But you admit you understand that I was not to know that, and that it was a kind gesture, regardless. <laughs> Second, I'm not sure I believe you. It looked awfully like you were digging up a sapling. Thirdly, you wanted to go into the bandit camp. Is it possible you were creating some form of orca pult? <laughs> um, we can talk about oh, the details in a moment, but I want to I want to get onto the broader topic of how do you feel about these bandits and their wooden uh, like defenses? That looks like a lot of some of these trees were my friends. It looks like a lot of them got turned into pointy spikes. Well, I was gonna say, uh, in a non- non-litigious fashion, some of those plants were my acquaintances. <laughs> Well, look, I'm no friend of, I, I am no friend of the bandits and I'm certainly no friend of organized structures or like buildings or societies even. So help me reclaim this land for nature. Will you come back and actually plant flowers? Yes. 
I will as long as it takes. No matter okay. how many future adventures it means I can't take part in. One condition. Name it. Could you get this thing to stop sharpening its claws on my ankle? Oh, Meryl when, or Rust. <laughs> I've been like looking away the other way, and then I just turn around and I see a talking tree. Yeah, there's a and huge I'm... tree ant holding, and and Rust is like, yeah, 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 Rust, Merylwen, I have good news. Uh, Merylwen is just crying because uh... <laughs> tree. Whoa. How did you get up in that tree? Um, well, this tree is my new best friend uh, and their name is sorry I didn't catch the name Gary <laughs> Gary Gary and Gary has... hug Gary <laughs> and Gary has very kindly volunteered to help us with the plan on the condition that we come back here and make this place verdant and he used that word verdant um, Meryl when you're really good at druid stuff so maybe you mm -hmm. could help with the with the planting and the overgrowth and stuff Mm -hmm. um, Gary, are any of these, uh, are you the only uh, tree ant uh, around here? Any of these other trees, tree ants? Uh, no, but I can, okay. if I get lonely, animate I, I, two trees. Mm, yeah. So they basically behave like me, only really stupid. <laughs> and if something were to happen to them, would that be very upsetting for you or not especially... Well, I mean, as I said before, some of these trees were my acquaintances, plants, excuse me, uh, <laughs> which of course implies that some of them were not. In fact, there are some plants and trees in this forest that I intensely dislike. <laughs> okay. All right. Gary, I think this is the best day of your life. Um, I want you to meet my friends. Uh, all right. I start waving and jumping up and down in a discreet way. Uh, to get the to get the whole gang over. Uh -huh. <laughs> hello, you said you were... jumping up and down discreetly. Yeah, Dob, I thought you were here murdering some tree. Oh, hello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going Folks. to pretend I didn't hear that. <laughs> have to. Hello, fellow flower planters. We oh, have yes. to park plan oh. flower plant for the moment. But I wanted uh, to plant I... the flowers. I know, Corazon, and you will get to. But first, okay. we're going to help Gary destroy that bandit camp. So Gary has kindly volunteered to um, throw me and Rust and Merylwen into the sky at night uh, oh. towards the bandit camp. Um, Good. Great. So that part of the plot. So, so I, you know, tick is what I'm saying. Cool. Mm, mm, Are there mm. any um, trees that you really dislike, Gary? Because we're going to go and start a big fire in the forest now. Oh, yeah. So there's a couple of sycamores over there. Yeah. Uh, if you don't mind right? me saying, oh, hey, yeah. hey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Do you want me to um, wake them up? Yeah, yeah. If you yeah. Point, point us at them, we'll, uh, we'll set them on fire and kill them. I, do Brilliant. you really want to talk to them before you set them on fire? I mean, yeah, might be funny. Okay. Believe me, mate, uh, much for conversation. And he just like stares at two sycamore trees that immediately like wake up. No. Hiya! <laughs> All right, Meryl, and cut these trees down. No! What do you mean, no? It's not about cutting them down. So, what? what? We don't need to cut them down. We need, they can we need help burn us. them while we need to they're set alive. Them on fire. 
they in are, the camp. <laughs> so they they these trees can run around and stuff. Oh, they're basically oh, they're basically tree ants in the same way as as Gary is, uh, but they have intelligence and charisma scores of one, and uh, oh, they can't speak, so all they can no. say is higher. <laughs> um, and they can do they a have slam attack. And charisma scores of one. Yep. I would like to attempt to persuade them to climb into a bonfire formation on the other side of the bon, uh, the bandit camp. Okay. Uh, I guess we'll make this an opposed check. <laughs> uh, okay, just make me a persuade persuade roll. Charisma persuasion. Yeah. That is a sixteen plus three plus. I got minus one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, twenty uh, plus three, twenty-two. Okay. Well, thank goodness uh, he corrected. Uh, yeah. They go. Oh yeah. And they uh, they go and they just run out the forest and form a, a bonfire configuration. Awesome. I douse them we... with all the corn whiskey we have. Hey. Oh yeah. They're immediately hammered. <laughs> <laughs> um, Gary's like, oh, this is deeply unethical. But very funny. Gary! <laughs> Boy, okay, did you so... bump into the right adventurers. <laughs> yeah, mate. Right. How are the bandits feeling about two trees sprinting into their camp? No, oh, no, good. it's in the camp. No, no, no. Egg, but are you paying attention to the plan at all? They're on the other side of the camp. Right. So that's going to be a distraction to bring the guards out. Gotcha. Okay. The throwing is happening on the other side, and then there was a third element that I'd forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> it was you scampering up the ramparts. That was it. Right. It was a rampart scamper. Yeah. Uh, the bandit... Scout <laughs> incredibly did not notice. Oh, cool. Okay, so are we all are we all in place? We, we no, just need to not, wait for I nightfall. Mean, yeah, we need to wait for nightfall to come. Yeah. yeah. All right. In that case, very very bright moonlit night. I notice extremely. Well, we've all got dark vision. This is how it looks. Extremely to me. visible. Yeah, it's <laughs> so all visible. Love to have the dark vision. <laughs> <laughs> Love to use it and see it. Um, so. Uh, if anyone has any business to, to take care of over there next few hours while you're waiting for darkness to fall. I'm reassembling corners on in case I need it. Fantastic. Okay. Uh, I cast heal wounds on my and Corazon's shattered hands. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's, that does feel better. Thank you. Yeah, that did is a, Did a good. time for 37 mini Egberts and it's taken hours. It's taken okay. Oh, uh, well, um, to be fair, at this point, uh, they do eat quite enthusiastically but they're all wearing little leather jackets that they made for themselves because oh. they've they've hit the midlife crisis stage of, uh, of being a mini expert. Oh. 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 <laughs> I don't have a good feeling about this at all. Um, you sort of you you leave them to it while they're all eating little tiny bowls of stew, okay. while one of them's like, "Do you ever regret not settling down?" Like, <laughs> not particularly. Um, one of them's in a tiny doing. sports car. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's what they're doing. Okay. Oh boy. Um, I just as a throwaway thing. Yep. Just in case, because we're going to be dealing with a lot of fire. I cast mm -hmm. water breathing on everyone. Hmm. Nice. What cool. galaxy brain nonsense is this? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I put my head in a bucket to test it out. Okay. You can breathe underwater. <laughs> Uh, the bucket is steaming uh, because you're a, a, a fiery, fiery dragon. <laughs> <with it. laughs> like, so it honestly, honestly looks like Egbert is trying to make bisque of himself. Um, so it smells amazing. Around here. After sort of waking up a bit, uh, Rust kind of uh, 
he's sort of just palling around with everyone. He goes over to, to Corazon, offers him some corn whiskey as the sun's going down. It's like, ah, it will be a rogue's moon tonight, my friend. Oh, yeah, love a rogue's moon. Um, yeah. I felt bad about earlier, so I've, I've made you... It's, uh, it's a drawing I've done. <gasps> it's of me and you, <gasps> and it says, pirates, like a cat purr, but pirate. Oh, that's so clever! Yeah, yeah <laughs> so I, thought, I thought you'd like it. Oh, I love it. Anyway, oh, I'm glad, I'm so glad. And I'm wearing the hat, you can see. Okay. Rust on the Harbour has a flintlock pistol, P.S., um, and he basically he pulls out the little ramrod where you shove the bullet into the, the gun and he carefully rolls the drawing up in it and inserts it into his gun. It's like, I will treasure this and puts it back in his um, little bandolier. As long as we don't have to fire the gun at yeah. any point. <laughs> Let's hope. Uh, I, never, I never use the gun. Uh, cool. Truth be told, I never learned how to use it. <laughs> it was a gift from a pirate I know. He acted like it was a big deal, and uh, I was too polite to say that I didn't know. <laughs> so now that's where you store all your unwanted gifts, is that how it works? It's... No, I treasure <laughs> this gun. It okay. is a beautiful mystery. <laughs> okay. are, we, are we okay with Rust being flung into the bandit camp? I don't fine want with it to happen yeah. to him. It's fine, he's going to be flanked stay... by Marilyn and Dob. They're yeah, going to protect he's... him with their lives. Gonna, yeah, R- R- Rust is... Yeah, yeah, forever. <laughs> Rust is going to be strapped to my back, so in the event of a bad landing, I'm the one who's crushed. Okay, good. <laughs> like a tank no, cat, skydive. Cats always land on their feet, so you'll... you'll his claw, his claws will go into my shoulders and bum. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you Your power, powerful okay. orcish bum. <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, is, everyone re- is everyone ready? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is everyone yeah, ready? Yeah, born ready. The plan into action. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, so what's so the, happening? Are we setting the fire first? The fire is the first stage of the plan. Okay. okay. And then right. once the the guards come out to check out the fire, yes. then I'm gonna I'm I'm staying behind to see who's left, and yes. then I will attempt to stealthily assassinate anyone who isn't going to investigate the fire on the parapets. As okay. soon as we see the the flames go up, yes, that's, that's when Gary, that's when Gary whoop yeets us into yeah, the, the camp. Yeah, the signal. Okay, yep, yep. and once you're in, while the distraction's going on, everything's chaotic inside the bandit fortress, you're going to find McCluskey. Or op- yep. open the gates, maybe. I think Meryl went should go open the gates because she's yes. going to be the most discreet in cat form. Hmm. Right. Me and Rust will find McCluskey. Yes, take him captive. And then take him prisoner. T- yeah, take him, take him prisoner. Get, get, him take him, of, get him out of there. Get him out of there. Take him captive. Yeah, we'll take him <laughs> captive. What Meryl said. Yes. Inspiration, please. Thank you. <laughs> it was the best cat pun yet. And there have been a Thank lot of them. <laughs> I don't know. I liked Cat Cat Catapult. But anyway. You're feline generous, I can tell. Oh! oh. <laughs> Go on, you can have it. Yeah. Oh, boo. Too much corn whiskery. <laughs> and one for you, Prudence. You're the only one without inspiration. I Doesn't refuse, you refuse. <laughs> I sulk. You can have it in. in uh, you can have it for saying something vaguely French. Ah, formidable. <laughs> I feel like we're going to need this. Hey, vi ringraziamo. All right, let's uh, let's get it. Let's get on it. Let's get on this. Synchronize watches. Let's go. Okay, Operation uh, Fire Flinging. Fire fling? Yeah, sounds fire good. Fire fling. Operation fire fling sounds good. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Me, Rust, and Merowen are, are, are positioned uh, okay. around the back of the camp. 
All right, I get, um, you know, like a, a kindling stick and I start, you know. I'm just synchronizing my pocket watch. Hang on. Oh, okay. Hello. All right, Corazon, right. tell, it takes tell me. It 25 minutes. Tell me when it's synchronized and I'll look at the stars because that's how I tell the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yep. Great. I'm hiding in the corner near the gate, ready to, when the gate opens, charge in. Tremendous. Okay. All right, good luck, players. <laughs> All right. I am. Um, I set a fire. Okay. All right, hands in the middle. Uh. Okay. Yeah. Uh. And. and total party wipe. Total, total party wipe. wipe. Total party wipe. What? Don't worry about <laughs> I mean, it, Rust. It's just like a catchphrase. It's fine. It's just a thing we say. Don't worry right. about it, Rust, and I tie Rust to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I'm in position by the. Uh, in the shadows by the entrance to the uh, to the camp. Okay. Pinned against the wall, just yep. blending in. All right, if everyone's ready, if everyone's in position, I start setting the fire going. I, I the, the two idiot trees, they're, they're fine with it. And, yeah. uh... <laughs> they scream yeah. and they go up in flames. Uh, they, they will just stay there in bonfire formation until they are given a different order. Um, <laughs> Might so we've got two sending, burning trees to yeah, call on. Yeah, might be worth sending them in when the chaos kicks off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're not the, burned to bits, yeah. Would you make me a deck stealth check, please, uh, Prudence, to run okay. away from the bonfire without being seen? Oh, okay. I, I imagined I would have plenty of time to get away after I set the uh, the kindling going, but let's find out. We, we all imagine stuff, corn whiskey. Yeah. Oh, that's true, that's they're true. They're going up quickly. It's not a, not a slow burn. Okay. Oh, that's... Um, what check was it? Stealth. Uh, yeah, deck stealth. Okay, uh, well, in that case, it's just a straight up 18. Mm. <laughs> That's pretty great. Uh, <laughs> I guess it's just an 18. I guess. <laughs> I mean, if they knew they hadn't seen it, they'd be very upset because it looks very cool. Prudence just casually walks away from the bonfire. <gasps> I don't even look at it. Yeah. yeah. Silhouetted by the flames. But the guards are too busy noticing that there is a fire to notice the outline of, of the, yeah. the tiefling warlock in it. And they start going, there's a fire! And you hear a da-dung, 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 da-dung. Um, people are like, a fire, a fire! Um, and I guess they're starting to make preparations for putting out a fire. Meanwhile, Gary the Treant is going to fling. <laughs> three. That's a nat 20. Yay! Send it, Gary! Gary! Uh, Gary! Hopefully that Gary. was a roll for accuracy, not like how far he throws us. It was, it was, a, roll, the sun. It was a roll to get you into the camp. Yes, don't worry. Woo! Like Team Rocket. So, uh, why not describe it to me, you two? How does it look as we fly into the camp? Oh, so cool. I can see... Okay, so for, from up here, as we sort of twist around in the air, I look over at Rust, who is perfectly composed. Um, I'm just going limp. That's my technique. Uh, <laughs> when we are spun around um, in a way that lets me see down, I can see the curvature of Geth on all sides. <laughs> and see the bandit camp, like, approaching rapidly far below. I can see the town, like, a little, like, off through, through the haze, the kind of lights over there. Um, I can feel the little needles of... Um, Merowen's claws uh, digging into my shoulder, I suppose. Uh, and it lo it looks like, it feels like we're going to be in the air for ages, but all of a sudden, with almost no warning, um, uh, uh, the, the ground is upon us. And it's time oh. to land. Mm -hmm. um, 
which I do in a cool and safe way. Okay. <laughs> I, cool I roll. push off of uh, Dob's shoulder to kind of slow myself down a little bit, trying not to speed him up too much because I'm a, a little lightweight cat. You kick yeah. Equal and opposite <laughs> reaction. You've killed Dob. <laughs> I separate from Rust, so we're now both falling like in sync. Like. <laughs> yep. We both. Legend of point break. We both. <laughs> we both go into an arrow point <laughs> downwards to accelerate our speed. Yep. Um, it's uh, yeah, and I do a roll at the end, so it's okay. Uh, Rust does pretty much the same, actually, and he lands in like a, a slow crouch and just draws a rapier mm. and has a good look around. It's like which way? All right, we look around. We look around to see for the biggest, most ornate of the little tents or huts, because we think that's probably going to be McCluskey's. Um, you reckon the Mead Hall is where he would be if he would be anywhere? Sort of inside. Now you're in here. There are a lot of torches leading up to it. Uh, there are some guards around the outside. Uh, it is just generally the most opulent building in this bandit camp. It is the only one that doesn't look makeshift. Okay. Probably wouldn't settle for like anything less Merylwen are you still thinking like open the front gate as a split um, to let it meow they might need to open the front gate if they're going to fight the fire if they've left it open I look sure, at the front gate what's going, on, what's going yeah. on with the fire what's the status of the front gate uh, the front gate is closed oh. what okay. you do see um, are ropes being thrown over the top of the ramparts as guards uh, sort of start to, like, they grab hold of the ropes and just, <laughs> they fast rope down to the floor. Hmm. Um, Merowen, if you could go cut those ropes, then they wouldn't be able to get back in. It's a good, good strategy. Yeah. You've got a, you've got, I think, from the corner. All right, I give Merowen my dagger. <laughs> Put it in your little cat mouth. I feel like, I feel like you can solve this problem, Merylwen. I believe in you. I feel like you can cut these ropes if you want to. I see no yeah. harm in this. Just make me a deck stealth check, please, Merylwen, to get up to these ropes. Two. <laughs> Whoa, no. Oh, okay. So it's six. You have inspiration also. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, I have inspiration also. Reroll. Yeah. Do it, reroll. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. That's a three. <laughs> God. <laughs> It's okay. hard when you have to carry a dagger that's like half oh, its size. I look at you... Rust and say, I may have overweighted uh... a... <laughs> <Yeah>. Um, okay. <laughs> I can see that these guys are throwing ropes over the wall from where I am. In the you dagger. can, yes. Yeah, and I decide that independently that cutting mm. the ropes would be a good idea. Okay. So I decide to scale the wall and cut the ropes myself. Okay. Uh, in that case, I will let you get to the top of the wall um, okay. before we all roll initiative. Yeah. Oh, here we go. <laughs> because basically, Merylwen gives out this tremendous battle cry. Just like... <laughs> and starts charging with a sword. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, okay, oh. that is 17 plus 4, so 21. <laughs> I've got uh, 19 15. plus 1, so 20. Uh, uh, 15 for Prudence. Six. <laughs> Six for Merylwen. Oh, well, you're feeling all right, Merylwen. day for you. How about Dob? Uh, just trying to figure out if it's a six or a nine, Johnny. 
I had that problem earlier. Oh, it's a six. Oh. <laughs> uh, plus uh, 11. Earlier. 11 is my answer. Sorry. Uh, 11 is Dob. I was going to go scout out the hall. I was going <laughs> to... You had so many plans. Well, the plan was to cut the ropes. You Don't... should have said what you wanted to do. Because I can't tell you. I can't talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> we could have okay. been that in a giant piece of not... corn. That's all I'm saying. We could have been inside a giant piece of corn. <laughs> None of this would have ever happened. <laughs> okay, so I've, nice yeah. I've added rust to the uh, initiative <laughs> order. Um, I will let you. Oh. I will. He's uh, fifteen. Ah. So he's. Uh, he's That's going around the same time as you, Prudence. Uh, I will let you all control him, and I'll tell you what his stats are. Nice. Um, so, Check yeah, first off is uh, Corazon. I think it's uh, Egbert, no? No, no, it's you. No, you're you're older 21, Egbert. 21, 20. I've got 20. Oh, 20, sorry, yes. Please, excuse me. Um, you're at the top of right. the wall, right? Yeah, I'm going to try and cut these ropes to stop these guys being able to Yeah, get, get him, Corazon. Cool, okay. Um... That should be fine. Just make me uh, a dex attack, please, with your rapier. Don't forget your proficiency bonus, obvs. Okay, so that is a 15 plus uh, 3 plus uh, 4. Great. Uh, so, Marilyn, as Cat, you start to climb these these stairs to see Corazon is just... He's actually just walking along the line, just cutting all the ropes without even thinking. Uh, oh. Without even looking, rather. <laughs> Oh, hey, Merylwen. Did you have a plan as well? Where are the rope dudes at this point while you're cutting the ropes? They're over they... the wall. Eight of them just... are over the wall. Oh, okay. Three of them are still on the wall. Uh -huh. Okay. <laughs> they fall and hurt themselves badly, fatally, maybe? The ones that... No, three of them are still on the wall as in haven't gone on the ropes yet. On top. Oh, okay. Oh, right. So they probably saw me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see how well they do on their turn. Okay, cool. Uh, um, if they're still alive. Uh, Egbert, you're next. Well, I would have climbed up the ropes, but they've all been cut, so... And the gates aren't open. Sit this one out, Egbert. So I'll probably just <laughs> chill here. There are eight people. <laughs> there are eight guards now outside. Yeah, but just I'm not fighting them. here by the eight guards. Okay. They, they I'm are... in the corn. What are we going to do? <laughs> they are Hide in on... the corn. Hide in the corn, Egbert. <laughs> they're on their way to try and uh, take care of the fire. They've got, like, buckets of sand. Cool. Oh. Lead them to Gary. Oh, Gary yeah, Gary, will... Gary hates them. Gary will kick their butts. Um, give them the run around. I mean, oh, wait, yeah, where, is, cool. where is Gary in relation to the to the fire? He's on the opposite on the side, side of the camp. Yeah. But they're going to be going towards the fire. They're not going to be distracted into going Gary to the Gary can move. Gary can move. He's a tree ant. I'm gonna so you'd have to go get Gary. Yeah, I'm gonna go find Gary anyway. I might as well hang out go with someone. Go have a word. Yeah, okay. I'm here on my own at the moment. Gary, <laughs> my <laughs> combat move is yeah. going to find Gary. Yep, I I search Gary. I love out. it. Do I do it? Do I fail? <laughs> no, no, you can't find him. You know what? Gary is actually. <laughs> you get lost in the corn and die. <laughs> Gary is only thirty foot away from <laughs> the bonfire. <laughs> And he's standing there watching the two sycamores just going, <laughs> it's brilliant. <laughs> he's having a whale of a time. He's oh, just watching man. them go. Oh, oh, oh also, so you can activate the sycamores. They're, they're like burning, but I think they might still be alive. So All right. Yeah. Oh, wow. And I rolled a 19 for them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm like, I find Gary and I'm like, Gary, let's get these sycamores to wreck up these eight dudes. It'd be hilarious. 
Uh, yeah, right. Um, yeah, Gary, I knew I liked you. I'm going to say that takes up Gary's move, but I'm going to allow the the sycamores to move next. Okay. Um, these sycamores have only one attack. Um, <laughs> but they are on is, fire. They are on fire, so it will do bonus damage. Yes. But in terms of attacking people, they only know how to do one thing, uh, which is a slam attack. Uh, Mike, could you roll this for me? You're plus ten to hit. Right. Uh, you're only you're only attacking one target a piece, but trust me, it will be fine. Twelve uh, plus ten. Yeah. Twenty. Uh huh. And then what am I rolling for damage? You know what? Like these guys have an armor class of twelve. Unless you roll a, a one, you're going to hit. So let's just skip the other roll. Okay. Three d six plus six damage, please. Three d six plus six. Okay. That is a six. Uh huh. Damn, Gary. And another six. Uh -huh. I'm not making this up, I promise. And a four uh -huh. plus six. So that's 16 plus six, 22? Yeah, uh, 22. Yeah, that'll almost kill the bandit twice. Uh, <laughs> oh, the the bandit. You know like when people stamp on an aluminium can? Oh, no. This <laughs> is how that happens. Uh, and could you just roll me that damage again for the other, <laughs> other, other flaming sycamore? Sure. Uh, that's a six again. These are all your sixes. And a four. The sixes yeah. you couldn't get before. Yeah. Should have hit yeah. them with the mace. Uh, a ten. And a f that's fourteen. Yeah. Uh, uh, plus six is twenty. Extremely dead also. So you've now got two flattened burning pucks of former guard. <laughs> hey folks, it's me, Andy, and Jane is here too. Hi, 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 hi. We've got Andy, some great news about merch. We've found a load of old and retired uh, items and they're ready. They're back in the store, uh, ready for you to get your purchase on. We have can Corazon's Cannon Smoke Dice. Yeah. There's those great dice. We got maps, we got shirts, we got all kinds of classic vintage Oxventure and outside Xbox and outside extra goodies restocked in the store. That's at store.outsidexbox.com. You should go check those out for the elusive goodies that maybe you missed the first time around. You won't believe these bargains, folks. Head on over to store.outsidexbox.com for all the stuff you thought you'd miss forever. It's back and waiting for you. Hey all, I'm Dr. Alok Kanoja, but the internet knows me as Dr. K. I spent seven years studying to become a monk and then became a psychiatrist. I want to tell you a little bit about my podcast, Healthy Gamer GG where we combine my clinical experience of practicing psychiatry and sprinkle in years of experience as a meditation teacher and sort of focus on spirituality. So on the podcast, we're going to approach very common everyday problems from each of these lenses. And what we really do well is blend science and spirituality to create the most accessible solutions for people for their everyday problems. So check us out at Healthy Gamer GG on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple. Uh, and there are six more guards out there. Uh, Bandit so burgers. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Prudence, so, your evil is showing. <laughs> so that's that's your turn. Prudence, it's your go. Hey, um, I find a, a quietish spot along the uh, perimeter of the bandit camp because presumably the wall the wall with the ropes on it is just you know the forward part. Yeah. And um, I spider climb up and over the ramparts. <clears throat> Delightful. The fortress. Yeah. Lovely. Cool. Great, you, you see a relative amount of, of pandemonium. Well, not pandemonium, really. There are three guards up on the wall near, near Corazon who are looking confused, and mm. they've possibly seen him or they haven't. Um, and then there are also, like, at the 
the mead hall, you see the four guards there are still standing, like, holding up their, their weapons, guarding okay. the thing, but one of them slips inside. Okay, four uh, bandits, minus one bandit the outside the mead hall. Yeah. Um, I used, can I use detect magic in the same go? I feel like I probably can. Absolutely, yeah. I use detect magic just to see if they've got, you know, like a, a, a rented magic user on staff or something, yep. you know? Yeah. All right. Do they? Uh, no, as, it is as mundane as you like. Ah, oh, boo. These scrubs yeah. with their no magic. Yeah. Okay, they're, fine. They're, <laughs> like, you sort of look around this place and you're like, they have done very well for themselves to even build a wall, let alone get a camp as as, as built as this. Man, unmagical jerks. I hate them. They're so basic. <laughs> These basic <laughs> bandits deserve to burn. That's um, what I've been saying. So, uh, next up is Rust on the Harbour. I will let you all decide what to do with Rust. Rust, uh, I will let you know, is a pretty proficient rogue. Can I but try and combo my rogue, turn with so Rust? Uh, you can combo your turn with Rust, yeah. Is it just me left to go of us? No, there's me no. as well. Who's going so, next? Uh, you. <laughs> yeah, you'll be next. Okay, so you and Rust can move in tandem. Yeah, combo move. Yeah, you can, you can absolutely combo it. Uh, if you want to know a bit more about Rust, Rust has taken the. It just went pure rogue. Mm, no, tell us no, everything. No magic user. Um, he's taking the assassin. Anyone? He's taking the assassin path. He's, I, I don't think he's seeing anyone. Um, <laughs> but uh, so Rust has advantage on attack rolls against any creature that hasn't yet taken a turn in combat, and uh, uh, any hit uh, scored on a creature that is surprised is a critical hit. Uh, la 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 la. Oh, and uh, sneak attack is an extra 3d6 on finesse rolls with a Hell yeah, it is. So, rule. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so basically, he's got a guaranteed extra 3d6 damage on anyone he hits who hasn't taken their turn yet. Okay. Right. Uh, so it's my turn, right? But I, I will work with Rust. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, could you describe the Mead Hall to me, Johnny? Uh, the Mead Hall. It's kind of like uh, it's got a big sloped sort of uh, like gabled roof uh, with an overhang with sort of a, a trim, uh, like a wooden decking around it, which is where all the guards are. Um, are the walls made of wood? Uh, yes. Um, and so, but they're sort of packed with like it's like wattle and daub almost. Presumably smoke rising from the top at some point. Yeah. 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 Oh, absolutely. This is this is very much an Edoras kind of um Hall of Theoden King type. Okay. Alright. I turn to Rust and I say, Rust, you beautiful rogue. Today we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do such heroics they'll sing songs of. I'll sing songs of it. <laughs> and here's what I here's what I propose, Rust. Rust. Um you seem like you're a pretty limber rogue. How about you get up on the roof? And this is a little maneuver that uh, I perfected up on a mountain not so long ago. Tuck and roll down the chimney. Now, when you get out there, you're going to need to use your roguish instincts to quickly assess which who who of the bandit gang is McCluskey, and I want you to just out the out 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 the fireplace and bam, knife to the throat, and then the whole band all the camp has to stop because we've got their leader. I meanwhile. While you jump up on the thing, I will just go stand by the door and distract all the guards. I'll get it, make sure that everyone is looking away from the fireplace. Um, 
So you've got to make it work because otherwise they'll all be on me. But I trust you, Rust. I trust you like so much. Like I've never trusted anyone before. I feel like we have a connection. Let's talk about it later. Rust um, may be my very best friend. <laughs> Jump down the chimney and just kill the big guy. No, 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 no. Don't kill him. So blade to, blade to the neck and instruct everyone else, lay down your weapons or we kill McCluskey. Yeah, knife to the sword, kill the guy. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Hostage. Knife next to hostage. the hostage. Lostage. Ah! Lostage. De... <laughs> Lostage. Hey, d'accord. D'accord. Fantastique. C'est bon. C'est bon. Right. J'adore la bibliothèque parce qu'il y a beaucoup de livres. Parce que tu as la gorge. Oui I feel like Rust and I are on the same page re-hostage taking and getting all the bandits to lay down their arms. Yeah, okay, so okay. What's, what is Dob doing while this is going on? So as Rust sort of scampers lightly up... Yeah. Russ can activate his feline agility to move double speed for a round. So he can make it up and over and in. That's right. not a problem. Here's what I want to do. Uh, I want to sprint shoulder first into one of the guards outside the meat tent. Mm -hmm. uh, and I just want to try and bounce off them. And and while shouting, uh, I'm going to be like playing my loot I'm going to be acting like I'm drunk, but I'm just sort of noisy. And then I'm going to get up and just stand in front of the meat hall and be like, hey, come out and have some McCluskey, McCluskey. Okay. Okay, okay cool. That's the plan. <laughs> but yes. it's, a bit, it's a big distraction. It's not a combat move because oh, McCluskey's, distracting. Do <laughs> McCluskey's doing the damage. Okay. Behind so, the scenes. Uh, all right. So Rust <laughs> is going to... Okay. All right. Fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so in that case... Um, Please make me on Rust's behalf. Oh no, after all for Rust, I just no, assumed to do it like a badass. <laughs> oh, don't worry about it. He gets uh, okay. plus 10 on this roll. Yeah. Oh. Um, Rogue's rule. He's so cool. So this is a plus 10. Uh, Rust rules. <laughs> on, uh, uh, it's, a cool. it's basically a dex, dex attack with his rapier to, to get the point under McCluskey's chin. Okay. Uh, so just roll that. That is a six plus 10. 16. 16. Tremendous. Yeah, that'll do it. He's got uh, the point of his rapier under uh, McCluskey's chin. All right. Uh, okay. Well, then, uh, in that case, as I've sort of run and like made the big noise, I shout in a commanding voice, Stop, you bandits. Yeah. Turn around and you'll see that we have your leader by the throat. <laughs> Anyone makes one move and McCluskey gets it. You understand? Gets it. I only have to give the signal to my buddy Rust here. And McCluskey gets it. I mean, gets Stop it. going loud, everyone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so you've, you've run up and basically shoulder-checked one throwing open the doors. And now yes. you're like, look, at, look upon my works. Well, that's, I, I thought maybe it would take Rust a little bit longer to get into position. I didn't realize quite how much of a badass Rust was. Oh, no, yeah, no, he's pretty cool. <laughs> okay, that's great. So, but, so if Rust has McCluskey, I just want to tell all the bandits, like, lay down your arms. McCluskey, tell your men to lay down their arms or I'll signal Rust to gut you like a fish. And this is a cat that bloody loves fish. <laughs> hey, make me a stealth check of uh, some stripe. Intimidation, <laughs> not stealth check, charisma check. Oh, right, okay. Uh, Dog's going loud, go stealth. Uh, whether it's intimidation, probably, or performance? Uh, 16. 
16. Mm. Yes, that will... Hang on. Let's see. What's McCluskey's? Oh. Yeah, he's not wise. Uh, <laughs> yes, that works. Uh, you hear McCluskey out, just... Do it, lads. There's good boys. Put put the stuff down. Yeah, down on the floor. Kick him over to me. Don't yeah. want to... What does McCluskey look like? Can we know what McCluskey looks like since you're... Oh, I, oh, I, get, my, I get my first look at McCluskey and oh, boy. I'll, I'll drink him in and I'll tell yeah. you what I... Oh, it's a uh, real piece of work, is, is McCluskey. <laughs> he, you can tell he tries to dress like a bandit's bandit, but it's just a little bit too much. Like, he's wearing, like, a lot of furs. But in his haste to assemble a lot of furs on his outfit, uh, it's just a weird mishmash of pelts that just doesn't really go. Um... But he's got a very impressive scimitar on his hip. Uh, and to be fair, he looks he looks like he's come up through the ranks. Like he's got a big scar across his cheek. Um, he just generally looks like it looks like a pile of rugs that could kill you. <laughs> so if okay. He's got too many pelts on, so it's a bit overkill. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> McCluskey wriggles free <laughs> because of that remark. McCluskey, McCluskey explodes, taking everyone with it. Um, okay. Um, uh, all right, good. Well done, Dob. And and Rust is the real mm. hero. He went well, obviously, yes. Down a chimney. We'll get into it later. Um, in McCluskey, excuse me, the guards guy, one of the guards is like, boss, boss, we can take them. We can take them. And he's like, don't you dare. And he just turns to you, Dob, and goes, what do you want? Um, Marilyn, it's your go. <laughs> oh, thank God. What do you want, the guards on the, the parapet type bit, do they yeah. know? They, do they know that McCluskey's yeah. being held at night? No. Okay. <laughs> they, they are still processing the information that there is a pirate who's just, like, nonchalantly, insouciantly cuts their lines. Um... How close together are they? Um, I'd say they're about six foot apart from one another. Sort of like bum, bum, bum. Uh, okay. Uh, evenly spaced along the wall. Right. Well, I don't know how much damage I can do as a cat with a little dagger in its mouth. <laughs> so... It would be adorable, though. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> What do people reckon? <laughs> it's your turn, Meryl. When do, do what you, it do is what my you feel. Turn. Do what you feel. Mm, okay. Well, I give one of them, I look at one of them in the eye and give mm -hmm. them a real, like, glare, a real cat glare with my little dagger going, Aah. and then when they think, lol, look at this stupid little wildcat, yeah. I turn back into a wood elf. Fair. Um, and I use poison spray. Directly in its face. <laughs> Solid. Amazing. Uh, is that a ranged spell attack? Uh, ten feet. Yes. Cool. So oh, I'm I'm like directly spray. in front of one of them, and I like put it like right in his face. Obviously, um, uh, blah blah blah. Constitution saving throw. Uh, their con is plus one. What's your spell save DC? My spell save DC is fifteen. Uh, then they do not meet it, um, and they will take 2d12 damage. Lovely. Here is a d12. Meryl, when, you when you transform from a cat, you've got clothes on, right? 
because that would yeah. Be yeah. That would that would add an extra layer of horror to this whole situation. <laughs> <laughs> Roll them. Okay, there's a ten. Good. Well done. And a five. Yeah, that'll more than do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the guy kind of looking at you being a, a growling cat is like, oh, as the poison <laughs> hits him in the face, and he just. <laughs> Straight away, just down, just dead. Just one fell swoop, completely done. <laughs> it's nice. Gary's turn, but Gary, hey, Gary, Gary was was like uh, instructing two flaming sycamore trees what he doesn't like. So a background Corazon. Oh, uh, oh no, wait, it's, no, it's the wall guards go. Sorry. Oh, oh the wall guards. Oh right. Yes. Of which oh, there are what? two left alive, right? Two left alive, and I'm going to say quite chari- like possibly quite charitably to myself because one of them has just been murdered. Uh, that they have noticed that something is up. <laughs> I think that's okay. probably probably within the realm of acceptability. So one of them is going to attack Meryl Wen. Oh. oh, what's your armor class? My armor class is fifteen. Oh yeah, that won't do it. Uh, and Corazon, what's your armor class? <laughs> what a great question, Johnny. Uh, fifteen. Uh, yeah, that won't do it either. Uh, they both kind of swing scimitars at you, and one of them like just hits a, a post, um, and the other one it just like it bounces off Merylwyn's uh, like stomach, just, just like and what? <laughs> like Merylwyn focuses on the core. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all those crunches. <laughs> he's like, it's like, it's like uh, hitting a brick wall. Um, right now we're back round to Corazon. Uh, okay, so how many guards are on the wall with me? Two. Two guards. You know what would be hilarious is if uh, they fell off this wall. So yep. how close How close together are they? Uh, six foot apart. Six foot apart. I cast Grease. <laughs> Great. <laughs> okay, it okay. Yeah, it does. It yep. bloody well It covers the ground in a ten foot square underneath the, uh, the guards. Uh-huh. What's your spell uh, save, DC? My spell save DC is fourteen. Yeah, and it's is it it's a deck saving throw, isn't it? Uh yeah, they must pass a deck save or else fall off this wall and die. Is what it says here. <laughs> oh, oh well oh, uh, you must be reading a newer edition than mine. <laughs> uh uh what's their decks? Plus one. Uh no, and uh what was your spell save DC? Uh sorry, fourteen. Okay, so one of them gets a fifteen. Uh, so he's like, oh, uh, uh, but just about manages to keep his feet by sort of grabbing onto um, to a post. The other one, uh, very theatrically, just goes, oh! <laughs> <laughs> and you swear from having, like, got up onto this wall yourself. Not that long of a drop, but you hear the unmistakable sound of, uh, of, of bones crunching yeah. as the guard just dies. Just dies. Yeah. And you, you hear... Uh, Six guards on the other side of the wall go, oh, God! He did the, uh, the, Lara, the Lara Croft swan dive off the balcony. That's it. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly it. Uh, Egbert. I'm hanging out with Gary, right? Yeah, Is you're that just right? sort of hanging out. I'm like, Gary, wasn't that hilarious when those two guys were smashed flat? <laughs> should, we ju- should we just charge into this bandit camp and wreck it up? Don't you think that would be really funny? Yeah, all right. Can I ride on your back? I think it'd be really a really good laugh. Yeah, of course you can. Cool, let's do it. All right. Uh, the, battle, <laughs> the battle is ended. <laughs> uh, I don't know that. All I've heard <laughs> is a commotion. 
Okay, so here's the good thing. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to bump Gary's turn up so it takes place on Egbert's turn. <laughs> so uh, uh, here's the fun thing about Treants. Uh, when it's a proper Treant, they do the slam attack twice and they deal double damage to objects and structures. Mm -hmm. So uh, I want you to make me two rolls at plus 10 to hit. Okay. Uh, what's the AC of a bandit camp? Probably <laughs> 10. So you'll definitely All right. succeed. Okay. Uh, 15 so, plus 10 is 25. Yeah. And 2 plus 10 is 12. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, so, I need you to roll me uh, 3d6 plus 6 damage okay. uh, twice, and then double it. Okay. You're making me do maths, Johnny. No, I'm really sorry. <laughs> but it's cool. Okay, it's 4 cool maths. plus 4 is 8, plus 2 is 10. Plus six is 16. Uh-huh. That's the first set of rolls. Uh-huh. Uh, five plus five is 10. Plus six is 16. Plus six is 22. Plus the 16 we had previously is 38. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, maths. Come uh, on, you can do it. Double that is 76. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so there's so much math. That's the most damage that has ever been rolled, surely. And here is the treat. Basically, uh, Gary sticks you up on his shoulder, reels back an arm, and just boom, explodes one half of the bandit camp. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The states go flying. Half yes, of the huts get demolished. Uh, the thatched roof of the mead hall just clean comes off. Amazing. Um, and yeah, like the. Half of the camp, at least, has just been destroyed. <laughs> wow. MVT, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Well. I... Not the half prudence was in, I assume. <laughs> Not the yeah. half prudence was in, oh, no. I still, I'm, I'm in the other bit, yeah. The untouched bit of the bandit camp. I think, to be honest... Let me see. Let me just make a little check on my heart. No, I... I think it's fairly safe to say that the six guards on the outside of the wall are going to lay down their arms. Right. <laughs> yeah, they are. So well, the one guard is left up on the wall with me. Oh, he is he's in it to the death. So <laughs> okay. uh, I'll tell you what, we'll skip straight to... Uh, to <laughs> uh, well, like, I guess you're sort of out of combat, but Meryl Wen and, and uh, Corazon, you're right next to this guard who is like, I'm not, I'm going to fight to my last. Nuts. Kick him in the nuts. All right, great. <laughs> just, make, just make me a strength check, please. That is a natural 20, Johnny. Oh! <laughs> you love to see it. His nuts uh, are in space. He, <laughs> he dies. Um, he, he dies. He just dies. It's like a hit it here to win the game. It just shorts him out and he drops. Oh, <laughs> Dang. Um, oh. And oh my god! I think if the guard, if the guards before weren't giving up, they certainly <laughs> were now. And McCluskey is still there with the the, the point of a rapier under his chin. He's like, "Yeah, well done. You wrecked the camp. What do you want do? now? What do you want?" Uh, well, McCluskey first. Are there? There are no more competents, are there? Right? I hope well, not. <laughs> well, there's the, there's the there's the people near there's the guards who were around the mead hall, yeah. yeah but they threw I, they already threw down their yeah. weapons. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, McCluskey, I want you to tell every all of your men still alive 
to sit down on the ground with their hands behind their backs so that my uh, rope uh, competent friend Corazon can whip round and, and tie them all up and rob them probably as he goes. All right. Uh, sorry, do you mind if I get my speaking trumpet? It just makes this easier. Uh, all right, I will hold your speaking trumpet up to your mouth, you Same. wily bandit. <laughs> he points to uh, an ornate gilded speaking trumpet. And he goes, all right, lads. There's no way to talk about rust. And it's not enough. You know the drill. Sit down in a line, no longer than 50 foot long, so you can be tied up with some hemp and rope. Sounds like he's done this before. Life of a bandit, mate. <laughs> Uh, okay, you, I, I would like to tie everyone up with hemp and rope, please. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is done. You, you, you do it ably. I do it ably. You hear that, mm. Russ? Uh, all right, and now I suppose we should probably tie up McCluskey and get to get to questioning. All right, okay. I tie up McCluskey also. Uh, McCluskey is trussed up uh, for a laugh. You've thrown him back onto his bandit throne, but now his hands oh. are digging into his back, and he's like, <laughs> "How ironic!" Mm. Yeah. And now it's time to interrogate. Dob. Ruff him up. Ruff him up, Dob. Dob him up. McCluskey. I start. <laughs> <laughs> what? We just come, nails. We've just We've just come from the village. <laughs> and boy, oh, we boy, are not happy. Arms tired. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, yes, McCluskey, we are uh, so deeply unhappy with the way that your bandit camp has been menacing the nearby town. Yeah. Deeply, deeply unhappy. Yeah. I think the rates of interest you're talking about are unreasonable. Um, and I think you knew that. I yeah, think I, you knew that. I can, I, can, I can see how you might think that, yeah. Do you have anything to say in your defense? Um, we're bandits. Who are you working for? Where's Me? the money going? Uh, us. How did you get this? How did you get this crew of bandits to follow you? You seem terrible. I, cu- I killed an older and bigger bandit. What was his name? <laughs> McClunky. 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 Uh, okay. Well, look. All right. I turn to my fellow adventurers, and I, I wait. Adding on, I clap my hand over McCl- McCluskey's ears so that he can't hear what I'm about to say to everyone. And then I we turned to gathered. my. We've all gathered in the mead hall at this point. Is that? that I'm fair? still riding okay. Gary around in the courtyard. Oh. I can see. I can see Egbert on top I've of been, Gary I'm through the roof been that's been up. taken. I'm in. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I turn to my fellow adventurers. McCluskey can't hear, and I say, "What are we trying to achieve again? What's the? We're what are we trying to get them to stop menacing the village? Well, Kill he, everyone. I mean, we have achieved that. I turn to Gary and I say, "Oh my God! I can see the bandit leader. That looks like the guy. Smash him!" Yeah. <laughs> Yes, Egbert, I say, looking up at Egbert on a tree. This is the drinking hall, right? Yeah, yeah but the, the roof has come off the drinking hall and I can yeah. now see into the drinking hall. Yeah, it's lidless. The lidless eye. All right. <laughs> Johnny's doing some rolling. Smashing I guess we're okay. doing some rolling. I guess there's no intel we're getting out of McCluskey. <laughs> um, he doesn't kill McCluskey, oh. but a big tree, treant <laughs> foot goes <laughs> and basically slams into his lower half. So he's just like pinned underneath him. He's like, oh. You're taking oh, this very gruesome. well, that's bandit so leader. Gruesome. Let this be a lesson to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
What's the lesson, <laughs> sorry? Stop menacing little Avery. Should we take McCluskey back to the stand trial? Oh, do you, you want to go you through mean, due you process? You mean the, the upper half of him? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, right, I imagine it'll him. be... Let's clap him in irons. Why not? I imagine it'll be a rough sort of justice. But I don't not know. Not any rougher right. than this, dog. Yeah. McCluskey, okay. are you part of any kind of like bandit network? Does this go any higher? Should we follow oh. the money or are no. you... Do you I think report this to is, anyone? This I'm the is bandit just... boss. McCluskey, yeah. where, where, where's all the right goods? Then. Where's the monies? Where's your, where's your, um, where are all your takings? Uh, we've got a box of money there, and then all right. we were going to take the corn. Grab the, grab the, the box. I'm having the box of money. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What, um, what's, what's so special about this corn? Is it just regular corn? Yeah. You're just really into corn. Oh, that's so basic. Oh, oh I'm sorry. What do you eat? <laughs> yeah, what do you eat, Prudence? <laughs> Never seen you eat prudence. I don't. I live on hatred. <laughs> like spiders and stuff. Yeah. I'm just powered by hatred and black and coffee, cigarettes, yeah. and hatred. <laughs> uh, Rust uh, sort of comes over and goes. Uh, we should probably bring him back to stand trial. Uh, if nothing else, he is, yeah, uh, yeah, he is yeah, proof yeah. that we may earn our one gold piece. Yeah. Uh, yes. Rust. Mm. yes. Very important. Rust knows what's up. He's the evidence. Again, you've hit the nail on the head. Uh, all right, Rust so, is so wise. What's, in their, what's in their money stash? <laughs> yeah. Uh, big pile of money. Nice. Ooh. I'll have that. Look after that, Corazon. I give it to the treasurer, Merylwen. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay, good. Well, um, can we extract uh, McCluskey from under this um, this this tree? If it's Absolutely, still... yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um... let's take what's left. <laughs> extract him. He's, he's all there. He's just a bit trampled. Oh, a bit mangled. Okay, yeah. fine. So he can't walk back, but you sort of oh, you carry okay. him back. Okay. Um, and he is presented to the town of Little Avery. And they're like, oh, the cat man from earlier, uh, Lewis, is like, oh, thank you so much. Oh, I mean, we really hoped you'd just tell McCluskey not to bother us anymore, but now we can stand trial for, uh, for, for his horrible deeds. Yeah, that's right. I believe there was talk of a reward. Oh, yes. Uh, I suppose we did talk about the reward. Sure what, did. did we? I'm not sure yeah. we did. 10% off the top of the corn take yeah. forever. I lead the guy off into an alley. How much corn do we want? <laughs> the tithes. We'll sell it. They'll sell it. The, okay. you know, yeah, the I was like, well, I suppose 10% and not dying is better than 100% and maybe dying. So See yeah. how benevolent we are. There we go. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I distracted Dob with I threw a ball in the other direction. <laughs> I hope it's you'll nothing. stay a while uh, and you'll see how justice is done here uh, here in our lovely little town. Sounds tell great. me about tell me about the justice in this little uh, town. I strongly Cats. suspect. See for yourself. I look. Uh, you see that there are two men already uh, depositing McCluskey in a giant wicker ear of corn. And they shut the door <laughs> and tie it up. Um, and Good harvest next year, I assume. And then, yeah, they'd, they'd start to sing a lovely folk song. <laughs> I guess mostly, the defence rests. Mostly about corn, as oh, man. Justice is Swift here. Oh, um, he's screaming, killing me won't bring back your goddamn corn. Yeah. Uh, and a man basically walks past in a judge's robe with a burning torch and goes, Guilty! And yeah. as well. Um, and uh, everyone breaks out a bunch of corn whiskey, uh, <laughs> both to have a good time and hasten McCluskey's uh, oh untimely demise. 
and oh, uh, yes. you'll have a lovely party. And that Hooray. is a story of how uh, you burned a criminal and two trees to death. <laughs> I, say to, I say to Rust, Rust, I want you to have this corn effigy of me. It's called Corners on. Please look up. <laughs> so I can be with you always. <laughs> oh my god. It's wonderful. It is, Maybe I will. Maybe this is a friend I need to lead me back to my life on the sea. Oh my God. Maybe. I mean, Maybe. there's a lot of water. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get uh, some I, whiskey. I, I go back rust. to the forest. We've got a flower planting job. Well, I, I take I take Rust to one side, and uh, I'm like, hey, I know I know our agreement was one gold coin, but uh, I'll slip you something extra, and I give him ten gold coins. <gasps> He just go, he goes on autopilot. He's like, uh, I don't understand. This is this is this is ten, for you. Ten times. This is this is for you. Like we 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 were like you you gave us just so you you got in there you got McCluskey. Like this is this is uh, you know bonus, you passed the probation bonus, yeah. period and uh, this is this is you know yeah your bonus. Like, thank you. Oh, you broke it, Mel. Make me a wisdom insight check. Mm -hmm. Okay. We broke it. <laughs> okay, so I'm 12. Uh, yeah, uh, it's it's not just that Russ doesn't understand. He he is incapable of grasping the concept of more than one gold piece. So oh. you've just oh. bas you've basically blue screened him. Um, <laughs> okay. okay, he so is, he is going to be in this Russ state until you take point. nine of those away. Okay, so oh. I take I take nine away. Uh, oh, a good piece. There, there you go. There you go. Oh. Hey, look what look. Right, so put that away. Put away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And here is one other. Look, one <gasps> gold piece. A gold piece. Yeah. Now put that in your pocket. He puts it in the same pocket. And then there's one gold piece. <gasps> a gold piece. Hey, put uh, that in, and then I keep doing that for every okay. coin. <laughs> uh, very good. Very good. You've basically put a time bomb in his pocket, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you pocket. do give Rust like... ten gold pieces one yeah. by one. As long um, as he doesn't reach into his pocket while he's operating heavy machinery yeah. or something. <laughs> He'll probably be fine. Sailing a ship. Um, yeah, and that is uh, that is our adventure, I believe. I would like to go round to, just before we end, I'd like to go round to everyone and just um, go, hey, and cheers, everyone, and then take their um, cups away and put cheers. a shovel or a, or a trowel in the hand instead. Because no! we've got, we got some planting to oh, do, no. folks. You've got some planting to do. Dob's tricked us. This. Yes, it's okay, a classic well, dob trick. As dob I cast minor illusion to make it look like I'm helping. <laughs> <laughs> As as Dob is like planting things and he's planting what are you planting, Dob? Oh my gosh. Um well I've got a little grid pattern of lilies, uh <laughs> white ones and and red so ones. Okay. Okay. The people, the but, but, I'm trying to get some pink ones going. Okay, so so uh but, but like they're they're kind of like kind of seedlings, aren't they? Yeah, right? they're seedlings. Okay. Yeah. So as as a promise of the life that will come along as they grow, I cast Druidcraft on one of the seeds, um, and that causes it to open and oh. show that there is life within there, and that it's gonna it's gonna oh. grow into a whole bunch of lovely plants. I think Gary's oh. gonna love that. What does Gary say? Uh, oh, uh, that's a nice touch, that is. Ah, oh, thank you, thank you. I thought you were gonna plant a sycamore, at which point I would have had to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. We're we're sick of the sycamores, aren't we? <laughs> 
As a kindness, yeah. I can pocket nine gold pieces from Rust. Okay. <laughs> Fine. All righty. Um, All right, thank you so much, everyone, for watching uh, this Oxventure. Be sure to check out Dicebreaker on uh, YouTube and Dicebreaker.com, the amazing tabletop website that you can check out some very cool uh, Let's Plays of uh, board games. You can check out their amazing uh, painting live streams. They paint uh, miniatures, and it's the most relaxing thing I've ever seen. (laughs) I heartily recommend it. Uh, We're going to carry on doing these every two weeks. Mm. We'll see you here again in a fortnight. Thank you again. Thanks everyone. Thanks, Jody. Have a nice day. Bye. 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 That was Corn Ultimatum Part Two. What a weird one. <laughs> it was. It was kind of weird. I, I really like the characters though. Gary the Treant remains. Gary is brilliant. And his hatred of sycamores. I really love the trope reversal that not all talking trees get along yeah. like in lord of the rings when Treebeard is like my brothers and sister trees they've been destroyed by saruman and what if he was like that one sucked yeah. he like, was like tree? to be honest that tree. i'm really glad that saruman got kevin because that <laughs> kevin honestly kevin pain in the butt was a yeah. real dickamore if you know what i mean i do not a sycamore i was i was yeah. sick of Clear. him yeah is that better no no, okay. But yeah, that was uh, that was great. Meryl went really going off with the poison spray there, just melting dudes left, yeah. right and centre. One of Corazon's yeah. uh, trademark natural 20 kicks to the crotch there as well. Got to come just... up with a name for that. Yeah, and that was a fun one. And then it ends with one of my favourite Oxventure moments. Um, just Rust's brain breaking when presented with more than one gold piece. Because mm. Meryl Wen was mm. very, just really keen to give him like 10 gold pieces, even though it was clearly... Well, she's an honest wood elf. She didn't want to, you know, not pay was, him. But it was so detrimental. She to pay him an honest wage. For it was so devastating to his psyche. You see, that's why it was a kindness that Corazon stole the gold pieces from, from Rust's pocket. It's a fascinating character. I don't even know if you can call it a flaw. Character trait where the basic building blocks of everyday mathematics are not accessible to you and otherwise very intelligent creature. Just yeah. like without the philosophical concept of more than the number one, how far can you get? He evidently has a concept, a, a mathematical concept of zero, which yeah. is no gold, <laughs> and a concept of one, which is one gold. And beyond that, I don't know how his brain works. You know, like the trolls in um, Discworld, where they count like one, two, lots, many. Sure, 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 sure. And then sure. it's like many, many, one. Okay, so he's going like zero, one, yeah. and everything so they do, else is... They are able to many. sort of create a number system out of that, but he, he literally can't conceive of any number over one. Could but only when it comes to gold pieces. in like base one. You know. But he can count. I think he can count other things, just not gold pieces. Oh, is it just gold? I think it's just gold pieces. Okay, well, that's that's he he lives in like a sort of Star Trek post scarcity post currency utopia of his own making in his own mind, where money simply doesn't exist and scarcity yeah. is no longer a thing. <laughs> money is a, a binary state. You're either penniless or the richest it's possible to be. That's kind of sweet if you think about it. Yeah, it's kind of kind of wholesome and pure in a way that is appropriate for Rust. God, you could write it up a dissertation on the character of Rust on the Harbour. So complex. You could. So rich. I could. Tell me. Do yeah. it and tell me. All right, I will. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, what else have we got coming up, Jane? I'll tell you what we've got coming up. Uh, we're going to be appearing at the Metaverse. 
which is That's right. coming up. It's the online comic convention. No, the online convention that has comics and also a whole bunch of other stuff like us and Sailor Moon's going to be there. I saw what? On the Sailor Moon? Sailor Moon's Are we going to get to meet Sailor Moon? Well, we're only there virtually and Sailor Moon is presumably there virtually as well. Maybe but there'll be a virtual hangout for all the attendees. More to the point, you can watch us play Venture in space, which is to say... Lasers and Feelings, the sci-fi th- RPG. Do you think Sailor Moon will want to join the game, maybe, as a guest? You should probably ask as a Sailor guest Moon. Player. Right, I fine. can't answer for them. And so you'll watch us play sci-fi RPG, Lasers and Feelings, as Venture in Space, for mm-hmm. the third time at yeah. Metaverse. Be and fun. then we'll be doing a ticketed Q&A directly after. So go pick up your tickets. Uh, if you go to tinyurl.com, what's that URL, Jane? Tinyurl.com slash Metaverse 20. Yes, Metaverse 21, you can pick up a ticket. That'll take you straight to the ticket to buying page. I'll we hope to see you there. description of this podcast. Because so. it's going to be a lot of fun. You can ask us questions about anything. Like, for example, um, what our wisdom modifiers are on our character sheets. What is your wisdom modifier? That's a great question, Jane. I've got my character sheet right here. It is plus two. There That's you go. good. Well, you've just pretty given good. that away for free now. Oh, Probably someone case. was about to buy a ticket and then they... That's a little teaser. They already like, oh. know now. Yeah. Question answered. No need to buy a ticket. <laughs> Oxventure returns on Sunday. I'm excited. Jane, are you excited? Yes. To find Very out more about this orb. Excited. Yes. What's its seal? I mean, yes. I've watched the episode a couple of times now because I need to check. It's all good <laughs> and ready yeah. to go. And I'm still excited to see how everyone else receives it on Sunday. I'm going to be there in the chat uh, checking in, seeing yeah. how people are enjoying it. And I'll try and check in chat. if I get a break from helping people get <sighs> vaccines. Well, good on you for that. I know you're not really vaccinating people, you know, like specifically with, you know, injections and needles and what have you. I did ask. I was like, do you need any help? I could probably do that. (laughs) And they said, "Uh, actually, you need quite a lot of training. And I was like, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, it's like a medical procedure, probably. Right? Uh, How was Kurt, by the way? Oh, Kurt, yeah. He says hi, actually. Oh, no. Said you hadn't been around much lately. A lot of quests undone, he said. Yeah, left all his quests unread. Yeah. So (laughs) that's awkward. Yeah. Now so I can said, never load that save game. Said you were going to come and help him fight the encroaching darkness. And then well, you I've just got bloody Mass Effect remastered ghosted. to play now. So, you know, I've got a busy, I've got, busy, I've got an true. agenda. We're so got... busy we haven't played any Mass Effect remasters. Yeah, I know. I feel, crime. I feel bad. Got to get in there. Got to get on if, it. On if I had it. maybe like an extra 12 or 14 hours in the day, I would dearly love to be streaming Mass Effect. Yeah, that'd be great. But there's, there is but one of me in but 24 hours in the day. So we'll see. Once we've got Oxventure premiered and we're we're in the steady flow of weekly D&D episodes, yeah. maybe then there will be time to do all <laughs> these wonderful things. Yeah. I can't but in, wait to do that. But in the meantime, Oxventure is yeah. very exciting and coming back on Sunday. So we will see you then and we'll see yes. you here again next week for another episode of the Oxventure podcast. Which will be... And I know you know this. Hunter pressure. Hunter pressure. Hunter which, pressure. Yeah, it's good. It's got it's got romantic interests in. Yeah. Sort of. Another another weirdly weirdly romantic energy episode. Yeah, that's so the best ones. Come best on back. Kinds. Come on back for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time on the Oxventure D and D podcast. Uh, the Oxventure pod- of a lifetime. A podcast yeah. that doesn't Dungeon and Dragon. That's, they're growing on me. Yeah. Psst. 
Hey folks, it's me, Andy, and Jane is here too. Hi, 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 hi. We've got Andy, some great news about merch. We've found a load of old and retired uh, items and they're ready. They're back in the store, uh, ready for you to get your purchase on. We have Can- Corazon's Cannon Smoke Dice. Yeah. Those great dice. We got maps, we got shirts, we got all kinds of classic vintage Oxventure and outside Xbox and outside extra goodies restocked in the store. That's at store.outsidexbox.com. You should go check those out for the elusive goodies that maybe you missed the first time around. You won't believe these bargains, folks. Head on over to store.outsidexbox.com for all the stuff you thought you'd miss forever. It's back and waiting for you.